if they don't give you a seat at the table, bring a folding chair. That is a quote by Shirley Chisholm. Welcome to Trina Talk. This is the podcast where guests share their stories of pursuing their passions, living a fulfilled life, and empowering others. Each week, I talk with inspiring leaders, business owners, and people with amazing stories from around the world in unscripted conversations as they share their successes and failures. This podcast is all about empowering you to keep striving in your personal and professional life. I am your host, Trina L. Martin. Welcome to episode 126. Before I get into this week's episode, I'm excited to share with you that I've been selected as one of the international speakers for Sean Fair's Leadership Experience Tour 2021. It's happening April 10th in Troy, Michigan. I will be there on location on the stage and the topic of my speech is From a Mess to Amazing. I will be inspiring and empowering you to be resilient regardless of what may have happened in your life. Now, although I'm going to be present there on stage, I invite you to purchase your virtual ticket at bit.ly forward slash capital L-E-T 2021. The topic of this week's episode is Make It Happen. Today, we're going to have three of the amazing authors of the Make It Happen anthology. Some of you guys have heard me talk about being one of the co-authors of this book, and I'm so honored to have three of my fellow co-authors here. The brain behind this project is Kern Cherry, and some of you guys may have remembered her from her episode. She was on Trina Talk, episode 88. She's known as the queen of getting butts and seats, but she's also the queen of bringing people together on amazing projects. And she is the, the brain and the founder behind the Make It Happen project. So today I will be talking with Don Leak, Felice Gildam, and Jean Turner. So welcome, ladies, to Trina Talk. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here. Yeah, thank very you. exciting. Okay, so we're going to start with Don. Don, tell us a little bit about who you are and what made you come to this place where you are today. Okay. Well, again, my name is Dawn Leak, and thank you so much, Trina, for having us. Um, thrilled to be here. And um, I am a transformation life coach, an international speaker, and a best-selling author, as well as an anthology visionary. Um, so I, I, you know, walk with people and help them embrace change at any age because there is no age limit on, you know, transformation. And, um, and I help people to, to understand that they can do it scared um, because most things that we do, right, they create some fear. So we just kind of have to walk through it and, and do it scared and make it happen. And so I've worked with Kern um, in the past. And so when she honored me with asking me to be a guest author in this anthology, I mean, I was just thrilled because, um, you know, the big thing of everything is just making it happen. And because I coach and I speak on fear, um, this really resonated with me because everything that I do, I do it scared. 
And so making it happen, sometimes we just have to push through and, and make it happen. And um, Kern honored me with being a featured author in my anthology that I just finished up a couple of weeks ago. So um, for her to ask me, it was just a, a thrill. So definitely excited to be in this project. Wow. Thank you, Don. How about mm-hmm. you, Felice? What Tell us a little bit about you and what made you decide to be part of this project? Well, um, again, my name is Felice Kelly Gillum, and I live in Gulfport with my husband and my children, ranging in age from 23 to 3. So I have a very creative life. Um, It was very simple for me to decide to be a part of this project. One, because obviously anything Kern is a part of, uh, you want to be a part of it if if she asked. So certainly that made it easy. But making it happen is just like Don said, it's just been rooted in who I am and what I stand for. Um, my whole life has been based around trying to find a way to make it happen. Um, even under the best and the worst of circumstances, I was brought up in a more privileged lifestyle. Um, but I frequently will say chose to go against the grain. Um, so I could be a little rebel at spirit sometimes. So I had to kind of make things happen with going against the grain of everything that was ever taught, um, to me, everything that I knew and that I believed in, but find a way to find myself and, and find my way back to myself. So that's why it was just really important for me to be a part of this project, because I want for especially young women to realize that no matter who you are, no matter how privileged you are, or how underprivileged you are, that you can always make it happen. Like you said early on, there is no age limit um, to, to making success for yourself. So that was the main reason why I wanted to be a part of the project. Wow. Thank you. Now, Jean, tell us about yourself and what made you decide to be part of the project. Thank you, Trina. Um, I am Jean Turner. I am a registered nurse. I am a holistic health nurse coach, um, newly retired from the army, an army veteran, and um, I'm an author and a motivational speaker. So look, I um, went through a health challenge, was in the perfect, was the perfect picture of health and went through a suddenly health challenge to where, you know, I coined the term, I, I came up with this term to describe um, that challenge. Um, we don't know how resilient we are until resilience is a requirement. Um, all the resiliency training I had in the army did not, it didn't even touch what I experienced during that, during that suddenly health challenge. And so I have a story to tell. And so for me, it was pretty much a no brainer that when Kern sent out the call to action to take up arms and be a part of this project, because you know, my, my purpose, I really discovered my purpose in going through that challenge. And my purpose is to help others to, you know, discover we all have an innate strength that we need to draw on and that innate strength that God gives us and that we are also born with a certain amount of that strength as well. But in order to overcome any challenge, 
that we go through, we have to draw on that innate strength. So that's why I became a part of this project to tell my story. Well, you know what? Thank you. And thank you, my fellow service sister, because I just retired from the Navy being a Naval officer. So thank you. Um, That's right. (laughs) You know, you ladies are so amazing. And from your chapters, what do you want people to know now, Don, you are a veteran at this. You have done anthologies. You you have written books, and I'm not sure what your chapter is about. I don't know if you want to take a, you know give a little bit about what it's about. But what is the impact that you want your chapter to have on the reader? Well, the name of my chapter is um, "Running When You Just Want to Crawl." And so the impact that I want to have, um, you know, for the reader is that you, you can't, you, you know, you can have that resilience, you know, um, you can have the stamina, you can have the courage. Um, you just have to muster it from deep within. Um, you also have to walk in faith. I mean, um, if you're not walking in faith, um, there's not a whole lot that's going to happen for you, right? And and so I just want everyone to understand that if we really walk in faith, if we're obedient in what is being given to us, because there are ideas, there's different things that come to us. And I'm a firm believer that, you know, ideas don't just come up in our head for, you know, for no reason. And they're not of us, right? They're not of us. And, and so it's it's our decision whether we listen, whether we hear and listen, or if we let fear stand in the way of us following the direction that's been given to us. Um, and, And so that's how you have to make it happen. And it's not easy, but if you reach deep within um, you know, there's support systems, there's, but you have to be open to the fact that you can make it happen. No matter what, you can make it happen, but you just got to build that strength and that courage to be able to do it um, and walk through that fear. Because if there's one thing in this entire world that is universal and that not one single living soul has not experienced is fear. I mean, it's, it's universal. It's for everyone. So when you see people that are successful, you see people that are thriving, um, they've walked through the fear too. And so it's just up to us to be able to do that. So just a few steps to help people through that fear to get where they want to be. Wow. So powerful. And I, I love your just do it scared and fear because we do, we all experience that. I don't care where you are at your life, where you're at the lowest point or you're at the highest point, we all experience some type of fear going through something. And I think that's something that many more people need to understand because I think sometimes we feel ashamed if we're afraid to do something or to take that next step. We think, oh, well, everyone else is doing it. So we're just the odd man out. So I'm looking forward to reading your chapter in the book. Now, Felice, what about you? You know, what is, what do you want your chapter to, how do you want it to impact the reader? And what is your chapter about? If you want to give us a little bit about it. Sure. So the title of my chapter is uh, Be the Light. And um, the reason is because um, there have been so many times in my life 
you know, I've been through so many different obstacles and challenges. And I mentioned before challenges that I never should have found myself in um, based on my upbringing. But just when you uh, tend to be a little hard headed, things don't always go the way that they should. But I can remember at every stage in my life having to channel and find that light within myself, even when there was so much darkness to be able to bring myself out. And every time, and I know, you know, a lot of it is attributed to my faith and my spirituality and just having such a strong village and strong support system. But it's all because of what God had already manifested in me that allowed me to be my own light, to pull out of darkness. And that's something that I want for uh, the readers to be able to resonate that, you know, no matter what it is that you're going through, you have to learn to walk in faith and to, um, of course, let God be your love and your light, but learn how to be your own light so that you can um, find a way to shine out of darkness. Like Jean, I had a um, a, a health scare the year that I had my son. Uh, I actually went into kidney failure um, during labor with him. And it was by far the scariest part of my life. Um, I think I was about 35 at the time. But I can remember laying in ICU literally half dead, um, just thinking about this newborn baby and will I have an opportunity to raise him? And I'm kind of feeling like, no, I probably won't have an opportunity to raise him. And then I had a 16 year old and, you know, what's life going to look like for her if I leave her and this newborn baby and my husband behind. And I can just remember amongst all of the prayers, just this light shining um, in my own sphere when I close my eyes and I use that light to pull myself out of a dark place. And I've done that so many different times um, throughout my life. And so that's what I want for people to realize that you can always shine and be your own light, no matter what type of trials or tribulations you find yourself in, that you can always come back and land on your feet. Wow. Powerful. Thank you for that. Jean, what's the title of your chapter and what do you want the readers to get from your chapter? So the title of my chapter is The Resilience to Make It Happen. And um, it came about because in 2018, you know, I was, they found a malignant tumor in my left lower lung. So I went from this whore, whore army chick, you know, the perfect picture of health to this suddenly diagnosis. And, um, you know, with that diagnosis, and I'm sure even with a diagnosis like Felice had, you know, and she talked about some of it comes that fear, that anger, that depression, the isolation, um, the hopelessness, you know, um, that that overtakes you, overwhelms you if you allow it to. But my chapter, really what I want people to know is that once again, God gives us resilience. He gives us that innate strength, right? And in our times of weakness, then he shows himself even stronger in our lives if we have faith and believe that he is there with us and that he does. And so it's that resilience, that innate strength that we have within us to lean and trust on, 
you know, our creator, you know, because when we are weak, he is strong and that he will give us the strength to make it happen, even in the midst of life's challenges and obstacles. Wow. Thank you, ladies, for sharing that, your your chapter, little synopsis with me. Um, I am so looking forward to reading it, and I'm so honored to be on this project with you all because I think you all are amazing ladies, and I, I couldn't be in better company to be in a book with such amazing people. But my next question for you guys is, because it seems like everyone has decided to share of themselves and be a little bit vulnerable. How, how was that for you being vulnerable, deciding to put what you did in your chapter, put that out there? How did that feel? How did that feel for you, Jean? Honestly, Trina, I, I've never been more vulnerable during 2018 and 2019 when I was suddenly diagnosed with that, with, with that malignant tumor and all of the health care and the treatments. And like I said, those feelings of isolation and depression and hopelessness to me, that was the most vulnerable I've ever been in my life, even more than being downrange in Iraq around, around enemy, enemy camps. So for me, um, in this um, anthology, Make It Happen, I've already been, I believe, in my most vulnerable state in, in during when I went through that suddenly health crisis. So there was no, there was nothing like what else? I, like, yeah, I, <laughs> to me, I couldn't get no vulnerable than that, that during that time. So it was cool. It's totally all right. How about you, Felice? Did you feel vulnerable? Did this, did this chapter push you to a point to be vulnerable and to put things out there that you really hadn't thought about putting out before? Uh, no, honestly, it didn't. Um, because I, like Jean, with the, the health scare, it puts you in a very different perspective when it comes to vulnerability. Um, and after you have that near-death experience um, or have to come to grips with your own mortality, you, you just want to be as open and transparent as you can because you want for somebody else to be able to be blessed um, through your challenges and what it is that you've been through. So I came out of that experience a completely different person, um, a more vocal person, a person that was kind of more in tune with myself. I'm sure my husband felt like he had married a stranger because I was, I was very, very, very different. Um, and that's, just the vulnerability that comes with being at your lowest point. I can remember um, the whole time I was pregnant with the baby, I was saying I wanted to, I want to breastfeed. That was something that was extremely important to me um, was to be able to breastfeed my children. And I was so sick that I could not breastfeed him. I was in ICU and I mean, I was literally near death, but all of the uh, nurses knew that that was something that was really important to me because of all the classes that you take ahead of time. So I can remember a time and I'm, I'm totally out of it um, 
through this experience. I'm kind of coming in and out, you know, when I'm in ICU, uh, in and out of consciousness. But I can remember um, one of my ICU nurses literally milking me like I was a cow. I mean, because she said that once I got well, I went back and I thanked all of them. But she said that she could remember when I talked about how important that was to be able to nourish my body. I mean, my son's body with what God had given me. Um, But that was a very vulnerable place to be in because you think of your husband or your spouse or your life partner, you know, being the one to kind of help you with breastfeeding and things like that, or that being very intimate between you and your baby. But just for somebody, another human being to think enough of me and my child to be able to um, to help me and lift me up in that manner when I was at my weakest point. It it just gives you the transparency to you get to the point you don't care what you share. I mean, I'm, sometimes I have to remind myself, okay, you don't want to embarrass your parents too badly, <laughs> you know, you because you really you don't you get to the point where you don't care because every part of your story you feel like if it can help somebody, anybody, even one person, then then that's enough. Wow, thank you, thank you for that. Now, Don. My question is slightly different for you because you have done this before, but you have a theme, the do it scared, the fear. What made you talk about that? Well, when I was um, back when I was uh, 45, so I, I woke up, um, you know, one day and I just realized that I had totally, I looked in the mirror, I was 400 pounds. Um, there was like, you know how they say, you know, there's nothing behind the eyes. It was like, I was empty. I just, I wasn't, I wasn't there. I didn't know who I was. I was completely lost. And I had to go through a journey of figuring out because I mean, I was really, I was very, I was highly successful in my job, you know, making the money. I had everything. I had the husband, I had the house, I had the cars, I had all of the designer handbags. I just had everything that society says that you should be, you know, pleased and, and just thrilled to have. And, um, for me that it just wasn't it, it, it just wasn't it. And I came to that realization, you know, midlife, where we don't really make those type of changes, you know, major life changes at 45 years old, it's like you're set, you know, and I was told by many people that um, when I would say that I was just absolutely miserable, I was told, you know, you're crazy. This is what life is, you know, you, you've got it all. And this is how it's supposed to be. And I'm like, not for me. It's just not for me. This just isn't it. And I felt like I had to, I felt like I was dying. I felt like I had to save myself um, from where I was at because I wasn't there. I mean, I had lost myself completely. Um, So I I left a 20 year marriage. I left a 20 year, um, you know, very well-paying job. I lost 250 pounds and um, I just restarted my life. I made it happen. I started completely over from scratch at 45 years old and I had to do it for me. And so there were many naysayers, of course, my family, you know, like you are crazy. You've got it all. But I had everything except myself. 
And so I started over from scratch and um, I had to do it scared. And believe me, I was, I was more than terrified because I'm like the type of person that gets anxiety when I changed my living room furniture around because it's different. <laughs> I'm being transparent here. I really do. It throws, it puts me way out. It puts me way out when I change around the furniture because that's not the way it was. And where is this going to go? And where's that going to go? You know? Um, so for me to do something like that, um, it was a, it was something that I just absolutely had to do. And so I did all of those things and I do not suggest this to the audience. I did all of those things at the same time. And I moved out of my home state. So like by myself and, and I mean, I literally started over and it was, I, I will be honest. It was, um, you know, the most awful time of my life. And it was because like I said, I'm a creature of habit and everything that was my comfort zone. Um, I removed myself from it. I can honestly say it took a little bit, but I am so happy now. I am living my best life. Um, I saved myself and, um, you know, so I did it all scared. And so the reason I share my story, the reason why I write in other anthologies um, is because I just want, you know, others to understand that it can be done. You don't have to live on other people's expectations of you. And yes, it's going to be hard. And many people say, I could never do that. I could never make those changes because my whole entire life would fall apart. You are correct. You are absolutely correct. Your entire life will fall apart. And when it does, and it all crashes down to the ground, what you do then is you just pick back up the pieces that serve you and you leave the rest there and you walk away. And it's not easy. It's not easy. But had I had something to read or someone to talk to that had gone through it, oh my gosh, my journey would have been so much easier. But I felt like I was like the stranded woman out on the island by herself for a long time. And um, it was a very hard transition for me. Um, and so I see this on a regular basis. I see it with people and men, but predominantly women that are living their life to please everyone else and they are lost. And so if I can help them in any way and encourage them or walk with them on their journey, that's, that's what I feel like I've been, I feel like that's what my purpose is. So. Wow. That was a gem right there you just dropped. <laughs> so just, I mean, yeah, living your life for someone else. I, I have been a victim of that, trying to please other people. And then when you look around, you're going, I'm not happy. This is not me. This is not who I am. So I totally relate. And thank you. Thank you for putting that in the book and being that type of person to share that. Um, yeah, that's just amazing. So as we wrap up, I want to ask each one of you ladies, what do you want your legacy to be? That's the first question. And then the next one is, I want you to tell the listeners how they can connect with you, whether it's they want your service, they want you to speak, coaching, whatever it is. So Don, kick it off. Oh gosh, my legacy. I just want people to know me as the woman that 
that made it happen, that just did did what was best for her. That that's my my mission in life is just to help people walk in their purpose and walk in their truth and just not worry about the expectations of society or their family or things that have been instilled in them um, just to be their own person. So, so that's my biggest thing. If, if people could just look at me and I don't need for anyone to say, oh, she's so brave and she did this. No, I'm a big chicken just like everyone else. But if I can, <laughs> if I can help people make it through. And and that's why I say I'm a transformation coach because there's transformation in so many ways, right? There's weight loss, there's mindset mastery, there's making the move from a marriage, there's making the move from a job. And so, you know, but I don't coach on anything that I haven't lived through because I've lived through a couple of things. And if, if, if I haven't, then I refer them to someone else. Right. Um, but I can be reached at, I am on Facebook and Messenger, it, crazy as it sounds, Messenger is like my favorite place because to me, it's more personal. And um, I've stated before, my phone is like an extension of my hand, unfortunately. So, um, you know, if you message me on Messenger, I am on Facebook, on Dawn Leak. I'm also, my business page is uh, Dawn Leak at Finally Free LLC, which is my business on Facebook. Um, I have a Facebook group, uh, finally free to be me. Y'all are getting the theme here. And, um, and my email address is finally free one LLC at gmail.com. And I would love to hear from anyone that would just like to chat. Great. Thank you. How about you, Felice? Tell us what you want your legacy to be, and then tell the listeners how they can connect with you. Uh, for me, uh, the greatest part of my legacy um, is obviously my children and what I want for them to to know and remember their mother as and for the world to remember me as a person that um, learned to, that to live um, their truth. And that's something that's so important um, for me, for everybody to get to that point. I think about Don when she um, talked about how, you know, just 45 years of being a people pleaser, you think 45 years is a long time. And I say 45 years because those attributes start when we're young children. Um, You don't just, you know, get to be 30 and decide you're going to be a people pleaser. Um, So you carry all the weight of that on you. And that's something that I try to really mentor to young girls about. It's just whatever your truth is, even if it's being a bad person, you know, because there are dark people. But um, if that's who you are, then you have to own that. You have to live that in order to be able to find um, what God truly has for you so that you can heal and take yourself to the next level. So that's that's kind of what I what I want for my legacy to be as a person that did not always live their truth but was able to find themselves and heal themselves with the help of God to learn how to be more in tune with what's important um to me. So uh, I'm on all social media platforms, Facebook, um, because I feel like an old person uh, is the one that I'm probably most comfortable with. Uh, But I am on all of them um, as Felice Kelly Gillum, um, 
Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, all of the above, and at my website, um, FeliceKellyGillum.com. Uh, but like Don, my phone is an extension of me. So Facebook, Facebook Messenger is usually always the easiest way to get me because I don't get very far away from my phone. Jean, so you're next. What do you want your legacy to be and how can the listeners connect with you? So I pray to God that I leave a legacy of health and wellness and whole being, body, mind, soul, and spirit that my children and grandchildren and generations to come will know that their mother, their Jima, their great Jima was a warrior woman with a fighting spirit. And I can be reached at www.spiritofawarrior.life and on all social media outlets. Great. Thank you. So thank all you ladies for being with me. And you guys are awesome. Can't wait to read your chapters. And I'm honored to be a co-author with you on this project. If you like Trina Talk podcast, please don't forget to go out to iTunes and rate it five stars and leave a review. Also, who else in your life do you know that needs some motivation and inspiration in their life? Don't forget to share Trina Talk with them. I hope you have a great week. And remember, if you change your mindset, you can change your life. Keep striving because success is a journey, not a destination.